0: Greg, Maya, and Betty are not experts, nor do they claim to be. They're just a bunch of nerds who enjoy talking about movies, shows, and current events. So sit back, grab a coffee, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of All Cued Up.
1: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of All Cued Up. The uh, review podcast tied to streaming services like Netflix, Amazon Prime, HBO Max, Disney Plus, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. I'm your host Greg Dietz and with me always is Maya Don Fisher and Betty Badger. How's your guys' week been? Betty,
0: that's
2: <laughs> <your cue. laughs> I always
0: let you go first.
2: Okay. Um, my, week been, my week has been very hectic. Um, I have two doctor's appointments today and tomorrow and then another one the day after my kid's birthday. I'm a little anxious and freaked out, but I'm I'm trying, and I'm here and thinking good thoughts. What about you, Maya?
0: I'm doing pretty good. Um, I had a therapy yesterday, and my therapist has now bumped me to maintenance level, which means basically we're just going to meet once a month now instead of uh, when I first started back in September, it was every week, and then... Uh, we went to a bi weekly, once every two weeks schedule uh, in November. And then now it's just like my mental health. I'm um, actually have been declared clinically depression free. Um, awesome. I'm no longer clinically depressed. Uh, yeah. Uh, because I've suffered from clinical depression since I was like 11 years old. Um,
1: That's a
0: long time. Since... Since my whole coming out, it's just she said it was like a light switch, you know, because she met me before I came out and then since. So she saw how I was before versus how I am now. And yeah, it's been wonderful.
2: Well, you get to be Uh you
0: yeah yeah you don't
2: have to be pretending something that you're not you know and I think that's really important I've seen I love, with a lot of people who have transitioned male or female when you finally get to be who you are it increases your happiness level a whole lot and I'm yeah, I'm glad yeah, for you so.
0: yeah so you know it's a whole living thing yep the uh, weather is beautiful outside for the first time Well, yesterday it was like 60 degrees, today it's like 65, and you know it's late February here in Virginia, and I'm looking outside right now, there's not a cloud in the sky, it's beautiful, and as soon as we wrap recording today, and Madison's done with her math class, because we'll finish up about the same time, the three of us are getting the fuck out of the house, uh, and just (laughs) taking advantage of the weather, because I've been, I looked, the last time I went to a doctor's appointment physically and physically left the house was October the 28th, which was the Wednesday before Halloween. That was the last day I left the house. So today we're leaving. We're getting out and not coming home until when the fuck ever. Got figure banging at 930. So as long as I'm home before 930, that's all that matters.
2: Yeah. You got any plans? just going to drive around town?
0: and. Oh, no, we're not even going to stay in this drive around town well you You know it's like Jeff
2: takes Lydia to places around Abingdon and um, a lot of things I like to do uh, is go see the graveyards and stuff because they're Mm -hmm. old this is Abingdon so yeah. yeah you know and when he had his stroke she was actually able to help me navigate to where I needed to go to do all the things that he normally does
0: well that's good yeah yeah well there's 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 nothing here in this town to see I mean it's tiny it's two square miles,
2: so where are you gonna go
0: Uh we're gonna go you know Wise Norton up in there uh just go to I'm gonna go to the comic shop I'm gonna go to a few of the stores that I haven't been in in a while uh Unfortunately, we will have to go to Walmart because there's just things that we gotta get for the house, yeah. But that's going to be a last thing. The last thing we do before we come home, going to go eat, you know, get some food. We'll have you just get, just get out and enjoy the fucking weather. Yeah. Listen to some music at inappropriately loud levels. Exactly. Uh, Which I'll be told, turn it down. It's too loud. And I'll be like, you're too old. And you know, I'm telling this to my soon to be 14 year old daughter.
2: Lydia is the same way she hates it when I play my music loud. Even her music, she hates it when I play it loud. And that's the only time I really listen to loud music. You can hear me thumping from miles away. I'm surprised I have not been pulled over in the middle of Abingdon at this point. Because I will be thumping some fucking Call Me Charisma and Billie Jean. And you know, cops pass me and they're like, hey, I look like a soccer mom. It comes in handy.
0: <laughs> but yeah yeah it's probably has been awesome i was i was i was getting ready to ask greg how your week's been i'll let you go ahead and segue into that after what you were gonna say
1: i was gonna say i can't listen to loud music because it uh it triggers like a flight or flight response in me <laughs> like it's weird unless it's uh i can like get my mind on the right set if like if music is just loud i like my anxiety just raises it's weird that true. And I got to have it to where I can feel it just. Boom, boom, boom. That's exactly I what causes my anxiety on that.
2: You ever seen no. those, those crazy people in cars who you can see they're just totally jamming out to whatever music they're listening
0: Bunch to. Air drumming oh yeah.
2: Sh- That's me. I know people think I'm nuts, but I'm like, and I'm doing this, you know, and I'm going up and down on the vocals and, I know people think I'm nuts, but I don't care. <laughs> it's fun. Same
0: thing. I don't care, Madison. She's like, stop it. There, People can see us. I'm like, I don't care. What are they going to do? Take my fucking birthday away? Right. Crazy. <laughs> she's like, it's embarrassing. I was like, do you know those people personally? No. Well, then shut the fuck up. Even if I did. <laughs> fuck you.
2: I don't care. So what? <laughs> exactly. Well, what about you, Greg?
1: Uh, things has been going good over here. I, I uh, kind of off stream told you guys a lot about stuff, but uh, the one thing that's got me super excited right now is that my dad is getting his uh, COVID shot here on Saturday. So I'm, I'm stoked about we that. We
2: are so happy about that. Make sure he gets his oh. second one.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We were going to sc- like, I don't know exactly how long, but the doctor mentioned that too. He was like, he was like, yeah, after you get the first one, we'll be in contact to get the second one. I was like, thank God. So,
2: it should usually really be around twenty-eight day. days.
1: Yeah, uh, it is.
0: Okay. Depending on which one it is. Yeah. Because there's the Moderna. Moderna. And the, yeah. It's the Moderna. I think the Moderna is a f- twenty-eight day, four week. Yeah. Because my uh, uh, mistake, my dad had the I think the Pfizer's a three week.
2: Yeah, my dad had the um, Moderna when they did the uh, you know COVID handout at Eastman's Fire Patrol. He's the only one who did it.
0: They, uh, CNN was, I saw reported this morning the Johnson and Johnson vaccine was approved today. Uh, yeah. so, and it's a 20 uh,
2: vaccine, it don't, yeah, it's only it's, 85% f- effective, and they use a dead virus in it.
0: Yeah, it's not as effective as the Moderna or the mm-hmm. Pfizer. I want to get the Moderna because it's the most effective of the three out now,
1: right?
0: right. I'm not gonna to turn to yeah, overfinder yeah, sure if that's my only option.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll take what I can get at this point. You know? Yeah. So let's go with the um, WandaVision.
1: Yeah, let's uh let's let's dive into that. So this episode, this is episode seven of nine total. Um, and uh there was a massive reveal at the end, but it wasn't just the reveal that that was a big deal of this episode. Um so so, first and foremost, before we dive into the the big like, implicate impl- impli- mm, the big Marvel implications. Im- implications. You-
2: <sighs> He's caught my. No, like, I'm not
1: saying the word. I'm not implications. Saying the word. Im- implications. Fuck my. Anyway, the big okay. implications on the Marvel universe whole. Um. The the thing about this episode that I really enjoyed was that it. It bit off of uh, 2010's documentary style sitcoms like The Office and, and, yeah. uh, modern, and modern Family.
2: Um, did anybody else notice this episode seemed a little short?
1: Yeah. It was actually longer. It was actually longer. It was, it was, like it was a, minutes longer. It,
0: was, no, it I, was the same length as the last episode prior.
2: It, yeah, it, I thought it was twelve
0: seconds I, in the runtime. I think I I
2: felt like there should have been more, but there wasn't at the end. But I did love the ending. Yeah, it was it was fabulous. So I'm very curious um, to see where that goes because um, from what Jeff said, he remembers from the comic is that she was uh, kind of a mentor towards Wanda. So I'm going to see how it goes with this show.
1: I've been doing a lot of like extra research on on characters around wanda and and stories that have to do scarlet witch and whatnot because i'm trying to figure out like what they're biting off of to make this show and it is a complete fucking like 180 to the character in the comic of of agatha complete 180 she is not a villain in any way, shape, or form. As a matter of fact, the first time she was introduced wasn't even in uh, a Scarlet Witch story. It was actually in Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. Yeah,
2: cool. I, I honestly don't feel like she is evil, but uh, I, don't I, I don't. I don't know what she is, but I don't get the true feeling that she's evil. I there. think maybe some of the things that she's done has tried to wake Wanda up and make her realize so, that. That's so my. Would you theory. like to
1: hear? Would you like to hear a couple of theories that I've read online that I think are fascinating? Sure. Um, again, don't know if any of them are true. And as far as I'm concerned, nothing is off the table with this show on any theory until the show takes it off the table. Um, but obviously, there's still the one about fucking Mephisto that Mephisto's behind it all. I still think that's a little bit not going to happen. Um, but one that I thought was was really interesting was that that book at the end that it like highlights for like a second is called the dark hold and um cuz there's a ton of books in the marvel like well, pantheon
0: it, use. they
1: they think that
0: it might be the dark hold but it hasn't been stated in the show of course that it's the dark hold right
1: right 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 um, if it is the dark hold people have said that what agatha could be doing is forcing wanda's mental state to decrease so that kathan can take over her body like he wanted to do in the comic And Kathon is this old entity.
2: Knowing what's going on and how much harder her control over all this is, that does seem like a plausible theory. Um, I also think a plausible theory is that she has expanded her power so much that she can't keep everything cohesive. And obviously she's losing her flipping mind, you know? So it will be interesting to see which one turns out to be more realistic you know so I'm looking forward
0: the, to it yeah the yeah, more the know. more I think about it and the more it goes on the less I think it's you know her not losing her ability to keep a you know like controlling her powers I don't think she's used her powers near their limits at all I think she's just never used them to this degree and you know, she doesn't know how to control them versus this is the extent of her powers, if that makes sense.
2: Okay, so here's a question. Um And we we talked about this when we first saw it. Um, You know how the, the clown circus was the, you know, the people who were looking into it and she mm-hmm. expanded it and they all became clowns. And I was wondering, you know, is he going to be able, Vision, going to be able to... um do what he did to the other people and how they will take it because I thought maybe if he gets them quicker they won't go as nutty. You, know, like
0: you mean like for- open their mind up? Yeah,
2: yeah. and when well, he did that to Darcy she's totally fine. You know she's doing her thing. You know um, I think if he that to Henry at work uh, he was obviously just too far gone. He had to put him back in that state but Darcy is is fine knowing where she is and that she's in this fake reality.
0: Well, she also I think there's a... been observing it beforehand. Uh-huh.
2: It was a
1: that it was. Go ahead, Greg. I think there's a, there's a point to that because, um, when he takes her out of the trance, um, she expresses that it sucked. She expresses that. Oh yeah. Like it was painful. Um, but I think because she was in there for such a short amount of time is why she didn't freak out as much as the other guy. Um, hmm. that also, made sad, I think that, um, the absolute aspect of her, like knowing what the fuck is going on was important too of her not freaking yeah, out. yeah, because she, she actually said she was like a low key wanted to be in the show. Cause I've been watching
0: for a week. Um, yeah. I was just kind of disappointed that they didn't put her in a witchers outfit, but you know, I can deal. <laughs> and
1: it was so it was that was so funny to me because like I, I you have to understand like this show is so fascinating to me I want to see what other people are saying about it and so fucking Twitter was cracking me up because they were like man I was really hoping for her in a waitress outfit
2: <laughs> yeah I know but I still accepted it uh, what did y'all think about when um, Monica tried to drive I don't know what it was into the field. And it got spit out. She jumped out. It got spit out. Did you see it turned into, like, those uh, woody vans? You know, what part that had gone in there? And and I I guess this is true. When she decided to just go on in, you know, and all that weird crap was happening, now she's Photon, right? Because she's been able to fight. She doesn't know it, but she has been able to fight back against Wanda, and it's freaking Wanda out a little bit, too. Yeah. yeah, What do you guys think about
0: that? Well, they've definitely um, set I think up the that... origin for her to have powers now, which is cool. I don't know if they'll actually give her the codename Photon or if they'll give her... Uh, what's the other name that she's gone by, Greg? Spectrum. 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 Yeah, And they might but lean to towards be honest... that because the way the light fields looked when yeah. she first went through, they're probably going to have her be Spectrum.
1: I, um, I also want to point out that I also want to point out that she might be Spectrum because she mentions in this episode to Wanda that she's also gone through pain. And so I don't think she's gonna to want to use her mom's fucking call sign for her superhero yeah. name.
2: Okay, yeah. yeah. I did notice that um when she first got in there, that way that she was seeing things, it looked like magnetic fields to me. Like she was able to detect
0: electromagnetic fields. fields, actually, yeah. because you see it very enhanced around. Uh, power transformers, power lines, you know, things that emanated electricity and things like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Also, she's uh she's already been that the actress has been cast in Captain Marvel 2, So it'll be a direct link to that. Oh, um, that'd be cool. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about that. Also, like somebody else has been cast in Captain Marvel two that everyone is assuming is gonna be uh like another hero. And I'm just like, everyone calm, calm, calm your tits, Jesus. Like yesterday, kind of off topic, but um, as a joke, the guy's Ned in the two Spider-Man movies, and then Tom Holland and Zendaya, all on their ins- individual Instagrams tweeted or uh, I almost tweeted, put out a picture that said Spider-Man in a different color, but it was the same font, and then under it had a different uh title for what Spider-Man 3 was gonna be. So I think Tom Holland put Phone Home, the guy who plays Ned put uh, uh Home Wrecker, and then Zendaya put something else as the title. And so the internet was just blowing up, like, what could this mean? And could it mean this? And look at the colors. And I'm just like, y'all, chill. Fucking relax.
2: Well, it's like, like I remember Jeff saying that his comparison, um, and and he didn't look anything up on the internet. He's, that was awfully strange. But he did read these things when he was younger, you know, in the 70s and 80s. Um, he compared her to uh, Spider-Man's own mentor who's also a woman uh, I think Madam it's, Webb? yeah Madam Webb uh, is it Carlotta Webb or but I know it's Madam Webb and apparently there are a few of them that do that and I was like oh I didn't know that I'm not really so I haven't the- watched that much Spider-Man so I didn't know
1: you bringing that up once it brings me to another point that I want to bring up. So in the Marvel universe, there are characters that are considered nexus beings. Nexus beings are essentially, if you have a wheel of reality and each slice on the wheel is a different reality, the character is the pin in the center that spins the fucking wheel. So Wanda is a nexus being, which is why we got that nexus commercial, Spider-Man and Wolverine are also nexus beings. Yeah. Um, Which makes a lot of sense when you consider like spider verse and shit like that. Um, but, uh, Wanda being a nexus being is an important aspect, uh, to her character. Um, and one of the, one of the main comics that they've mentioned a thousand fucking times in interviews and stuff that this show is biting off of is house of M. And I think I've already mentioned this in our discussions, but house of M, like, she literally changes fucking reality. Um, so I think that. Something is going to come from the idea that she can literally change reality other than just what we've seen. Um, and I think that has to do with what Agatha's trying to do. I think that has to do with the book.
0: Again, also, I, uh, I noticed on the internet there are some eagle eyed people. That book looks very, very much like the book that's missing in the Doctor Strange. Uh books when he's in there looking at you know the ones that are chained up, and there's one that's missing, and they're wondering if that's gonna be tie into the
1: new Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, I was like, This is exactly why I go on the internet to look up stuff because people are so much quicker at it than I am.
2: (laughs) I do have to ask you guys, what do you think? Um her picking these I mean, she built this reality, but why did she choose TV shows to? So I'm still it?
1: in. I'm still in question if Wanda is actually in control of that. Yeah. I'm still wondering if that's actually Wanda's doing or if it's Agatha's doing. Um, because the, the, here's the big question I have: is if it is entirely Wanda, 100 percent Wanda, um, why is Agatha even there? What did she do? What kind of like, uh. uh What's that? I wonder about
2: myself. I, I, why is she there? Was she sent in by somebody else to kind of screw with things? Girl, she, you know, at the end, she did admit everything that was going wrong was her fault. So I'm um, I'm yeah, I really want to learn more about her character, but I think a lot of us knew from the very beginning there there was something different about
1: her, you oh, know? yeah. Well, she, you know, she was the main cast member. She's, you know, um, uh, the actress who plays her wouldn't just be a throwaway side character for fucking Oh, shit. hell no. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, yeah, like, yeah, we all, like, that was the thing. It was, uh, you know, people were sitting there saying for a long time that it was uh it was Agatha Harkness. And I'm like, yeah, I see that. Like, it was never something that I really put into my context. And then I, I looked up who Agatha was, because I was like, I don't remember ever hearing that character's name um and uh i was like oh she was like a mentor to well why would this like woman be in this show like it didn't make any sense to me and i was just kind of like all right whatever and then they revealed it and i was like holy shit
2: <laughs> well according to what jeff said um agatha is a cheeky bitch uh mm-hmm. she's if you were to put it in D terms she would definitely be chaotic neutral. She kind of likes to screw things up, but she's not a bad person. You know?
1: I don't know. I don't know that she, cause like the major thing about her that I read again, I, I'm, I, did, I never read any comics with her, but I remember reading a thing about her and, and Wanda in relation to Tommy and Billy, um, that, uh, she knew from the fucking get go that they weren't real. She right. 100% knew they weren't they real, but never fucking mentioned it to anybody. And then uh, when they like full on disappeared, she was just like, yeah, I knew, but I just didn't tell you. But other than that, like she's never done anything to the extent as like other like major comic book readers have mentioned that seeing her in this light is a little strange because she never did anything to this extent in the comics. So it's definitely like, a what is going to happen next? But I'm I'm fascinated, like. Yeah, fact I'm really they, curious
2: to see how it goes.
1: Yeah. Also, people are still convinced that there is a um, what's it called, uh, a, a, an astro, an engineer, or some kind of like that. The, whoever, uh, 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 aerospace engineer, Monica, aerospace engineer. Thank you. They still think that we're getting that. Oh, I have. By the way, this is me personally, and this is the biggest stretch of them all. Next episode, we're getting stretch. one more major character reveal. What's that, Maya? Yeah, I just thought it was funny to use the term stretch.
2: Who do you think it's going to be?
0: <laughs> because you know how a lot of people have speculated that it's Reed Richards.
1: Oh, oh, oh. oh yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Do you really think so, that's going to no, be it, though? Boy. No. No. No, I don't. As much because, as I would um, want it to be. No. No. I think they are setting up things with S.W.O.R.D. and Fantastic Four for sure, but definitely not having Reed Richards on this show. But I do think that there is going to be a very, oh, uh, crazy reveal next week, or this Friday, I should say. Um, (laughs) Stay with me here, I promise. It makes sense. Just stay with me in the promo for episode eight, you see vision walking up to somebody who was wearing what looks like a cape and a hat. it looks in a red tent. Uh, in an interview with Paul Bettany, he talks about working with an actor that he's never worked with before that he's always wanted to. And so I then looked at who that was and my brain went to one character immediately. And I went, who's played that character that he hasn't worked with. Let me look up Ian McKellen and Michael Fassbender. He has worked with neither, ever. So I think we're getting Magneto this upcoming episode. I could be 100% wrong. It's a bit of a stretch, but it's just a thought.
2: Sorry, guys. My daughter's taking the dog out.
0: It's, it's okay. You know, it's a possibility. And if we're going to get one, give me Bender, Just That's because. Fair. Well, no disrespect to Ian McKellen. He's amazing. So is Fassbender. is also younger. Ian McKellen's up there. I don't want to see him.
2: You know, I have no investment in all these people you're talking about. I really don't know who they are, but I'll be happy with whatever.
0: Well, Ian McKellen, he's just, you know, he's in his 80s. Oh, I
2: know, but I do love him.
0: I do too. But he's, you know, I hate to say it, but I don't think we'll have him around in 10 years. You know, I um, think yeah. the thing to say, it's just a sad eventuality of things. I don't know how old he is. I mean, I'll look it up, but you know, um I I I want them to do a clean slate uh recast of all the mutants, but of course if they don't, you know, so be it. He's eighty one. Uh Jesus. B82 in May. Um, but if they're not going to do a complete clean slate wipe or a recast, they can always say, well, it's not necessarily the Magneto you're familiar with. You know, could be an alternate reality Magneto pulled over. Give me fast bender, I'll be fine with it if you're not going to recast. But who knows? I mean, it's a possibility. It could be anything.
1: Yeah, I, uh, that's... Like I said, it's not off the table until the show takes it off the table because there's been so many moments in the show that I was like, I was not expecting that, which I fucking love, by the way, that I can't see what the fuck's coming.
2: So the ending, you know, with all the little things they did with Agatha, what would y'all think of that? I
1: loved it. The fucking musical number is the goddamn best thing ever. Like, Oh, yeah. Like, oh, it, it was, was great. It was funny. Huh? And, and yeah, I loved it. it. I I I, like, I enjoyed
0: it. I just, uh, you know, I don't think that she's flat out going to be evil, and Greg was like, she killed the dog. I was like, yeah, but he was a yappy little dog, you know, and he was in the episode for like six minutes total. He had three barks. I mean, come on.
2: Yeah, you oh, know. She told I, me, I she love told him my I ride evil carrier, though. but he's a fucking asshole barking dog. <laughs> Y'all just heard it.
1: <laughs> I yeah, mean, she might like, not be evil, like, like, uh Like we were saying, like it could totally be a, a another like evil entity that's using her to get to Wanda or whatever. Well, like, and you gotta maybe- remember,
2: Wanda herself at one point in time was an evil entity. So, you know, because she she was with Hydra.
1: Oh, well, I wouldn't call well, I, I wouldn't call her an evil entity. When I say evil entity, I'm talking about like a, an ancient god or or some demon oh. or some shit like. That. Yeah, yeah, I
2: don't know what Agatha is other than. uh in the comics, she was a mentor to uh,
0: the Scar of the and Witch. And also, too, I don't want to go ahead and initially say, oh, yeah, she's evil. Naughty, yeah, I'll get that. Evil, and she's like, I killed Sparky. Who says that dog was even real? Dog could right, have been a construct of Wanda's consciousness. It
1: may not have yeah. been a real dog. Well, so, have you seen yeah. any other animals in this reality other than Sparky? No. But we did
2: get to see all the school kids in this the only episode. See was,
1: uh, oh, the only one you got to see was Mr. Scratchy, the rabbit, which is probably an allegory for the uh, the actual... Um, uh, uh, what's his name? Something Scratch. I guess the son in the comics yeah. is um, Jonathan Scratch, I think. I thought his name was Nick Scratch. but yeah, Nicholas Scratch. It is Nicholas Scratch. My bad.
2: But did y'all I think to that's to the just... point. Of the when... Um... Uh, When they were driving the ice cream uh, bus, like, you know, the work came in and then they think they're going to get to go. And then there's a crossing guard and then you see all these children. I mean, just tons and tons of children. And that that has been a big thing, you know, up through the show where all the kids. And
0: see him until the trick or treating episode, and then yeah,
2: and was now we saw, a shit saw him walking across the road. I was like, that's weird, you know. And it's like Vision said, he knows that Wanda is doing this to keep him from going back, you know, to her house. She's she's losing it,
0: and but I think, isn't I mean, Wanda say, like, it Wanda that's trying to keep him away? Maybe it's Agatha trying to keep him away, and he just thinks it's Wanda because exactly.
2: it could be. Yeah, you're he right. He only
0: knows that the only one that he thinks in the town that has any powers or abilities aside from him is Wanda. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, before we wrap up this conversation, did you guys did watch the uh, end credit scene, right, or the mid credit scene? I should say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely, okay, good, Snoopers going to yeah. snoop.
2: Yeah, I said <laughs> snitches get snitches.
0: <laughs>
1: so yeah, I like, think that the reason. I think the reason that uh, uh, Monica was able to find that cellar door or basement door, whatever you want to call it is because of her power. Mm-hmm. Like her eyes were glowing a a purple when she mm-hmm. found it, by the way, not blue. Like when she came through the field, um, she
2: has some detection powers. I'm going to be very interested um, in this series and in future ones to see what she can do.
1: Yeah. Oh, I, I, I I'm excited. Like I'm super fucking stoked that this show has done some amazing fucking things at completely subverting expectations, completely mm-hmm. subverting. It. And I'm just, I'm so fucking happy that we get to experience this. And, and, and Marvel is just constantly like allowing people to knock it out the fucking park, allowing people to go ham with these stories and, and kind of work together. And I'm just, I'm so excited for the fucking, future of Marvel and I'm so glad that you got into it Betty because like it's it's like one of my fucking favorite things in this world oh yeah I it love really...
2: it you know now that I've gotten into it I really really do enjoy it so but you know growing up comic books weren't afforded to me you know I, I read things like Little Women and uh, uh, Tree Girls in Brooklyn and stuff like that because I was a little girl that's what little girls read so
1: yeah, I get that. I mean, I and then I, I, got, I got older and
2: expanded my genres. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I I got into comics just because I was like, at the time it was it was like Superman and Batman and they had their own cartoons and I was just like, it's really cool. They like punch people. It's neat. And then <laughs> I was like, I was like, There's more complex stories in these.
2: To <laughs> blame. <laughs>
1: All right, well, uh, let's go ahead and give a grade to this episode, and then we'll uh, move on to the discussion. Um, Betty, would you like to go first?
2: Um, I would definitely actually give this one an A+. I really, I love the whole thing from beginning to end. I love the office intro. Um, I love the fact that you can definitely tell she's losing her mind. I like that, you know, um, uh, I can't remember her name. Darcy. Darcy and uh, Vision are working together and she's still got her memory. And the whole ending that just sealed the deal. So it's a definite A plus for me.
0: Awesome. Maya?
2: Maya? I'm
0: going uh, to give it an A just because I don't think it was perfect, but it was really, really solid. Um, really enjoyed everything. You know, not disappointed in anything. Just, you know, the show looks great. I enjoyed the. Modern family style format that they used. Um I I would say the office format, but never seen the office. Uh, oh
1: I would definitely run fair, into the idea. Like,
0: To be fair, I've only seen like two episodes ever of Modern Family, so
1: Oh, it's such a good show.
2: Especially with um the age gap couple. I love that part because it's me and Jeff.
0: <laughs> gotcha. Um but, yeah, yeah, it's really uh solid television from Marvel, you know they've yet to let me down, so I'm excited to see what happens uh friday uh or this morning
1: if you're listening to this on its day of release uh
0: so yeah, what did you
1: think, Greg? I' absolutely adored it like i I'm, I'm I'm super enthralled um one of the big things for me about this show that I'm really, really digging is actually the entire like. Uh, sitcom aspect. Um, I've been watching sitcoms forever. And um, something that always intrigues me about sitcoms is how like the ones that are successful are the ones that change the format. So Mm -hmm. that's what this show is doing. Um, You know, like going from, you know, 50s to 60s, you can see how the format was changed a little bit from like what Dick Van Dyke and I Love Lucy was doing to going into like um, what Bewitched was, you know, and then, and then going into the seventies, you see the difference. And then into the eighties, of course they skipped the nineties and it was straight to 2000, but, um, you know, back in the two thousands, the, the more popular sitcoms were the ones that were not filmed in front of a live studio audience, like Malcolm, the middle and, uh, going into t- the 2010s, the more popular sitcoms were mockumentary style. Um, and, uh, like the office like The Office and Parks and Rec and Modern Family and yada, yada, so on and so forth. Um, And I absolutely love that. I I think that's such a clever way to kind of go through the decades. But I think they're done actually doing sitcoms now. I think the next two episodes, we're not going to have sitcom aspects at all. Um, And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that, A, they've caught up with modern sitcoms. And B, um, we're now so, you know... Balls deep into the fucking, you know, like uh, a lore of what's happening that we can't see with Agatha and everything going on that we're just we're just done with the sitcom aspect. But I loved it every week going into it, going like, what's what sitcom are we going to go to next? And uh, fun fact about that intro.
0: They also said that, you know, they couldn't detect the broadcast anymore, which means to me they were done with, you know, the whole TV show sitcom aspect, period.
1: To be fair they they said that and still had the 2010 sitcom, so yeah. I get where you're coming from with that, but they, they you're at right. what's that you're at right. uh, I will say this though that the intro um the title card sequence was it really interesting to me because the 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 thing where it kept showing Wanda's name actually doesn't come from any of these sitcoms that we've named it's not from the office it's actually from a a, a short-lived a three-season sitcom called happy endings um and fun fact about that that sitcom it was actually produced by the russo brothers who as you know did like infinity war and Endgame. um
2: now did one but, of y'all mention this or i can't remember if y'all mentioned this or jeff mentioned this he um the reason why they didn't do a 90s sitcom is because it would kind of look in bad taste if they did Full House with her that. being the Olsen Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think that's that. a good point. Yeah, because yeah, I they're... Think, I think- you know, yeah. a lot of the other sitcoms in the '90s were um, black-oriented, and if they went that way, they would kind of be, you know, shamed for white-facing. You know, uh, exactly so.
1: that. That was that was exactly what I talked to my mom about because, like, that's why the, the 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 question that I posed on on Facebook that I took down because people just didn't get it is like, what's the more quintessential sitcom of the '90s? Was it Seinfeld or Friends? And people were just going like, I like Seinfeld better. I like Friends better. And uh, like a few people answered it correctly, like you, buddy. You were just kind of like, you know, I like this sitcom better, but I think the more uh, quintessential one is this one. Um, but a lot of people like my brother. Oh my god! Anyway, off topic, irritated me. I took it down yeah. because it was irritating me. Um, but uh, uh, you know, I was talking to my dad about it, and I was like, "What sitcom would they have used?" Because the only one that came to mind was Full House. And I was like, they can't use Fresh Prince and Family Matters because that seems wrong. Like, would not really be able to use Seinfeld and Friends because it wasn't a family orientated sitcom. So, and, like, where could and it wasn't in the, in the city
2: because you know, Seinfeld right. humor has a lot of big city living and they're not it. So,
1: right, right. All right. So, uh, uh, trailing off of WandaVision, uh, Betty posed a fun discussion topic this week, um, and I, I got really excited about it like, over enthusiastic, if you will. Um, but, uh, the idea, she's watching a lot of American gods and in the show, one of the main characters, he gets kind of thrust into a, a world that he didn't know existed. I misread that (laughs) as like getting thrown into a world. You don't recognize kind of like Narnia or, or, um, uh, Alice in Wonderland. It's something hidden
2: under the surface. People just don't understand what's going on.
1: Yeah. So she, she said, Let's have a discussion about how each of us would react if that happened to us. Um, and it got me thinking, like, I think it would honestly really depend on the scenario. Because I watch, I don't watch a lot of anime, but I watch enough of anime to know that this scenario is kind of done a lot in anime. Uh, I'll give you guys a couple of examples. So the first one that popped in my mind was a a comedy anime called That Time I Was Reincarnated as a Slime. A guy gets, like, stabbed or shot, I don't remember, but he dies on the first, like, three fucking minutes of the anime. And when he gets reincarnated, like, when he opens his eyes back up, he's in a fantasy world, but as a slime that you would see in, like, Dragon Quest um a low level enemy type that exists in this world he has his full thoughts he has his he has his brain from when he was alive but now he's in this different body that he that he doesn't have a whole lot of
0: that was uh, control over yeah you.
1: like con- i wouldn't say control because he has control over his body but he doesn't have like limbs to use like he was when he was a human Um, it's, it's fucking hilarious. But then there's another one called Overlord that takes that concept and does a little bit different with it. So it's a fantasy world in a video game. That's super popular. Everyone knows this game. Everyone plays game. Think of like world of Warcraft, right? And, uh, there is a main evil boss called the Overlord. He is godlike omnipotent. Um, this kid just one day wakes up and he is in the body of the Overlord. He knows the world. He knows all the characters. He knows the story. Everything, but he's thrust into this. Um, hmm. that one's also kind of funny, but interesting. And then the other one that I was thinking of was called "The Rising of Shield Hero." Um, this one's actually really popular. Like, it's it's got like four seasons now. But uh, the idea is that this fantasy world, uh, very similar, like let's say. A Lord of the Rings style fantasy world. Maybe a little less Lord of the rings but still... Because I don't think there's orcs and shit like that, but there are definitely goblins that they fight. Um, but the idea is that this world uh, uh, grabs four people from different realities. Uh, one becomes shield hero, another becomes sword hero, one becomes bow and arrow hero, and I don't remember what the fourth weapon is. But the idea is that they're all supposed to be the heroes of this realm but they look like themselves entirely. It's as if you just went to bed and then woke up in your own body. You had a weapon attached to you that you couldn't get rid of. <laughs> That's what this show is like. So that was my thought process when you asked this question, Betty. Um, but then it also got me thinking about like, have you ever, have you ever read the comic uh, fables or hell? Have you watched the show once upon a time?
2: Yeah, that was one of just favorites. Um, I liked it, but I only watched like the first four seasons. I mean, it just like it's a little kitschy for me.
0: <laughs> I think the comic is honestly it was, better it was, it was very bad for that, especially as it went on. Um, but essentially, that show was fables made for TV. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, well, I I have a thing for you know the original old school fables. I know a lot about that kind of stuff but I, I don't know what fables the comic book is um, Once Upon a um, Time was the... it, it was definitely a family TV show you know that's the best I can fables, put
1: it Fables is way darker way more adult but the general idea is that all these fable like characters, these mother goosery characters uh, were thrust into our world because of a an adversary and they just call him the adversary. I think eventually at the towards the end of the comic they do give it a name and what I haven't but I haven't read that. Um but the general gist of it is that you follow the main character Bigsby um who's the big bad wolf in a human form. And he has to he's basically a um, a detective. He has to solve crimes, specifically murders. And isn't the big one that kicks it off the murder of Snow White? Yep. Yes, sir. Ma'am, sorry. Uh the uh yeah, so so like um uh the point I make about that is like what if what if you just discovered this world existed in the way that it does? What if you like you just now you know about fucking fable here characters that exist in new... well I'll like, that's see what it talking about. Is- this one the three little people.
2: Okay. okay, who wants to go first? As in the world they picked,
1: I, I didn't mean, pick a world. That's
0: see, that's what we were supposed to do. Uh, but uh, I, I took it. I took it more as not that you discovered the world existed, but you were actually in that it. world. Yeah, like you're there now. It's like you know, like, like you, a Canadian
2: you, in King Arthur's court.
0: Yeah. Like the old D&D cartoon, the old Dungeons and Dragons cartoon from the 80s. Kids go in an amusement park route. All of a sudden, they're in the realm of Dungeons and Dragons,
1: you know. Yeah, you like, go in one end and
2: come out the other.
1: Can I explain why I didn't pick one? Why I sure. didn't want to pick one? Sure. Because I think it would depend on where I got into on how to react. I got thrust well, yeah. into Star Wars. I would react differently than if I got thrown into fucking Gotham City.
0: Oh, yeah, I agree. But that's why I thought we were picking one so we could all discuss how each okay. of us would react well, if we were like, say, you know, say you use Star Wars as an example, right?
2: All right how how would about we I do react
0: that? in Star Wars? How would Betty react in Star Wars? And then How, how
2: about we react? each, I give you a world, you give Greg a world, and Greg gives me a world.
0: That I
1: mean, that works. Sure, sure. Okay. I just didn't Maya, want to pick I'm one for ask- me myself. I just didn't want the to death off.
2: Yeah, okay. So, Maya, say so you were thrust into a world where it used to be this world. It was torn asunder by magic. Um, the, male taint, the male side of magic was tainted. The women are the only ones who have access to magic and power. Uh, they kind of rule the world, but there are other... Um, religious we'll, we're just going to call them crusader men who are out to destroy them and there's now a new um prophesized young man who is meant to uh start the wheel turning again it's the wheel of time uh the women are the eyes to and they hold the power in this world uh there are trollocs there are magicians. There are psychics. I mean, you know, anything you could think of, it's there. What would you do if you woke up one day in the middle of um Valen, which is where the Aes Sedai hold is?
0: Hmm. I would I definitely, wish I, more. I would definitely wish I had more knowledge. Uh, then just based, based on that, you know, if it's something I knew, but of course that's part of the fun of this is not knowing, uh, true. And here's the thing, you know, me as I am and what I used to be, but no longer am. And now I am, would I be magical or not?
2: That is a question because it was never brought up in the books because it was written in the 90s. He, The guy who wrote it was polyamorous. It's Robert uh, Jordan. Um, but he, he does write women well. I give him that. But he never did. Transgendered people were not in this book. And I, I've always wondered if you are a woman Born into a man's body, would you not be able to touch the female source no matter what your physical body says it is?
0: I mean, in theory, I can say this
1: as a cisgendered, I th- I say this is a cisgendered person, I would probably find a way to get on the good side of people that use magic. <laughs> uh yeah, a lot of the them do. There there
2: is a the thing about the Aes Sedai, they have taken an oath that they're not allowed to lie. But they can definitely bend the truth and get around telling you everything you really want to know and you not even knowing it. So you know that, that is one of the oath things they've taken. They they actually have black Sedai who work for the dark side. So yeah, it it's if you landed in Tarvalon where the white um uh, the White Tower is, and that's where they take in novices and apprentice to train to be Aes Sedai. They would test you, you know. And if you didn't make it, you could end up staying there, but you, you would encounter some strange things.
0: Well, I think the first thing I would probably do after wondering what the fuck is look at my surroundings. You know, say if I just did I just wake up here or like you know, woke up from my bed, what have you, or am I thrust here in the middle of some event going on? You know, I'm definitely going to take in my surroundings and try to gather what the fuck. And then I'm going to try to figure out who the fuck I am and what do I do for a living? What's my occupation? And am I going to have the abilities to do so? Like, because, I mean, if I don't have anything like to clue me in on that, you know, what I am or who I am, I, I'm, I'm going to try to have to find, you know, some means of caring for my well-being, etc. Well, that
2: is the good thing about the White Tower. If you do not have the spark, you are allowed to stay on and do other things like, you know, maid work and cook work. And you also get to, I'll, I'll to like button totally button. smack ass on the apprentices as well. You know, it doesn't matter if you ain't got magic. You know, bitch, I told you to do something. I don't give a shit if you got magic. You fucking scrub them pots. Yeah, you know, so yeah, those women have it good. You know, even the ones who don't have the power, they, they do have a modicum of power in their own right.
0: Because women are the ruling
2: in this world, they are. Even Tarvalen. If you go and look at a map of Tarvalin, it's shaped like a vagina. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> I loved it.
0: <laughs> well, I would totally like, you know, until my fate is foretold. I've, I've, I've always been told I have the gift of, you know, being able to talk and listen to people. So I would totally want to be a bartender. So I'd be a busty tavern wench.
2: Oh yeah, girl.
0: Get going. <laughs> um, I
2: think I'm right there with you.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think it would be fascinating. Um
2: to live in a world where women hold the power.
0: Well that is just a fantasy setting in general. You know? Oh I got
2: so much more I could tell you. I'm just keeping it simple here. You you would totally love this series because it is Female empowerment to the whole, you know, men are definitely empowered as well, but women hold the power and they freaking know it, and they don't let you forget it in each society.
0: Well, I would definitely, I definitely want to check it out anyway. I just haven't made any time for reading much here lately, but I definitely, yeah. Want to
2: but check we it. will be watching the series that comes out in December on Prime. I yeah, have to it, insist it, it, on it, this it, because. It, it, Oh, oh, I've been waiting for this for so long. <laughs> so, Maya, what would you pass on to Greg?
0: Well, I know Greg loves sci-fi, and he would be more in his element if he were and say something that he was very familiar with, similar to Star Wars. Um, but I'm not going to give him the Star Wars universe.
1: Oh, I would hope not.
0: No, no, because... Uh, but I don't want to give him a fantasy setting because I know he doesn't enjoy fantasy, and that would. <sighs> However, how would you react, Greg, if you woke up and you were on the Enterprise? You're in the Star Trek universe, and you're on the Enterprise.
1: Which one? Uh, with full with full knowledge of who I am in my own body, or am I in somebody else's body? You're you're you data. Well,
0: <laughs> no, no, no. You you have no knowledge of who you are, or where you where you are. You you but don't. I, but know. I. You just know your no,
2: own. What, what color is his shirt? Oh, it's red. You
0: know, as what thought. I'm
1: asking.
2: <laughs> what
1: I what I'm asking is like, do I do I know who I am in regards to who I was before I was suddenly on the Enterprise? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: I mean, you have all of your um, prior memories. You just wake up and you're like this wasn't this isn't home what the fuck you know which
1: but, which enterprise
0: I don't know the enterprise there's like one of them
1: there's two of them yeah <laughs> there's the one there's the one on I know, uh I know, there's,
0: I know there's the original series and I know there's next generation yeah. but they uh,
2: are different ships
1: yeah
0: I know don't
2: argue with the Trekkie I'm
0: not <laughs> I'm not we're just going to say you're on the original.
1: On the original.
0: Okay. It's a, it's a little
1: with rougher. With Captain Picard or with uh, no, the Captain
0: original. Picard? The original was Kirk Spock, Scotty Okay. Bones you're
2: going to be Bones. on there with Kirk. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> uh, so, I, you know, uh, I guess it would like depend on, on God, there's so many fucking scenarios into the situation that if I just woke up in my own clothes and my own body Um, and I just like woke up in a fucking room. Uh, the first thing I would do is I would, I would find somebody of authority. I would find somebody like a blue shirt. I would try to go to the bridge of some kind and then explain like, Hey, I'm suddenly here. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I need help and hope that, that like they assist in what's going on or just accept me onto the ship as a new crewmate. Um, but the biggest issue that I would come across is like, I don't know how the technology works. So will I just become their janitor? I don't know.
0: <laughs> you're, cleaning, you're cleaning the evacuation tubes. <laughs> oh, uh.
1: You could be a counselor. I suppose I could. I suppose I could. What? Oh my God. That's funny. Yeah. Cause I, cause like if I just woke up on the, if I just woke up on, on original series enterprise, I would definitely seek help immediately and tell the absolute truth. I wouldn't try to hide or find an outfit like it would be an absolute immediate like hey so here's the crazy thing I know who you all are and I don't know how the fuck I got here yeah I tell them that I'm from the 21st century and that I'm from the past but I don't know how I got to the future and in a, oh, in a fictional take setting
0: I'll take you back to 1986 San Francisco <laughs> They know how to do that. Okay? I
1: forgot about that. Yeah, they know how to time travel. I'll I would bring ask a couple first. Back with them. I would ask first before they do that if I could fuck around on the hollow. No, because it does not have the hollow deck. The original series did not have the holodeck.
0: deck. You could give them the idea for the hollow deck. I could. He's like, I'll tell you what you can have if you'll help me out. You um, can tell them to
2: stop using
1: joysticks. That's not gonna happen until they uh, evolve to the nineties. Um see there's there's fun aspects you could have with that. Yeah, for sure. Uh yeah, I don't know. Like that's yeah, that's like I said, I would definitely find somebody of authority and tell the truth immediately. Yeah. And then hope they would help. But I don't think I'd freak out, like I think I'd be a little like just oh, totally, immediately.
0: I totally freak the motherfuck out.
1: i freak
2: out because I'd be in space and I hate space. The vastness of it scares me.
0: I've never been there, so I can't judge.
2: I it's like the ocean. I have thlaissophobia. I I will not go into the ocean. I'll get up to my knees, that's it. I I because Cthulhu's under there, man. Do you want to go
1: there? No, I don't. <laughs> is he under the ocean or is he in another dimension that it just happens to be under
2: I don't want to find out okay I don't want to find out I just prefer to stay as close to dry land as possible I love the beach I love the waves I love going there but I don't want to get in the beach
1: not fair enough alright what so so you gonna give
2: enough? me give me some good uh,
1: I'm going to give you one that doesn't exist. I'm going to give you a scenario that doesn't exist yet. Okay. Or or
0: or has oh, existed you're just not aware of.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could be it too. Or I'll give you one that does exist. Um here we go. I just looked at my bookshelf. I got one for you. Uh you wake up and you are on a Bureaucratic spaceship that, um, because a a different alien has decided to save you, as the um, I don't remember what they're called, but the uh, the group of aliens that that demolish Earth for interstellar space highway decided to demolish it.
2: Are you going what Maya? I'm going Hitchhiker's Hitchhiker's
1: Guide to the Galaxy.
2: That's what I thought. Um
0: Better bring your towel.
2: You know, I've actually had uh, several dreams where I've watched the Earth explode from space. It's kind of disturbing. I think I would be really, really upset at first, but I would try to make my way in this new situation. And I would—the first thing I would get would be a towel. Yeah, that—that's it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I, that one I love the book, I love the movie. Uh, I think I could handle that one okay. I don't know if I could handle uh, Walking Dead very well, uh, but uh, I do think that I could handle Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy fairly well. You know, I, I'm thinking, you know, it's just speculation. I think I, I might do well in the zombie apocalypse, but. You know, it depends on if my hip is done before or after. You know. Because <laughs> I got skills, That's man. Cool. I watch uh, living history, you know, archaeological living history. I know how to do things, you know, that could come in handy. So keep me alive, please. Jeff knows how to he's a master master husband. He's got a certificate for it. So, you know, if y'all need a group. Come here. We also know how to grow vegetables. We're good.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I got that. was it, That was it. I was just because I was trying to think of something off the top of my head. I had like I have a bunch of fantasy, not full fantasy, but sci-fi stuff on my on my uh, bookshelf over here. Well, not really bookshelf, but whatever. And I was like, it was looking, I was looking right, like, so- Overwatch, Watchmen. No, that doesn't really work. <laughs> Doctor Who. I think we'd all be okay with Doctor Who. Oh,
2: I totally who love Doctor Who.
1: Oh, no. I would,
2: I would get in that Tardis quick as shit. I
0: would not. I trust him. Oh, really? Her.
2: trust I him. Not, I
0: would. I would not trust to be a companion of the Doctor
1: because nothing they all did make happen.
2: it out alive.
1: No, they do not. Okay, let me let me let me argue a point in, in what you just said, Maya. I agree with you. Nothing good necessarily happens to a companion. But it is an it, it, it is an adventure that your life means something. Like okay, yes. Rose got fucked up. But I can't but remember the locked. next companion what her name was. What's that? Uh, I mean, yeah, kind of <laughs> what,
2: what was
0: your
1: question? Was it Karen? No. Oh, my God. What
0: was your question? I didn't hear you. Uh, the, the, the next the, the, uh,
2: companion the, after um Rose. I thought it was the chick who was I'm getting sorry. married. I thought it was Kim Donna? or Karen. Donna? Donna.
1: Donna. Donna. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I liked I, yeah, her. I guess you could consider Donna, but no, I was talking about... I'm trying to not Donna say had, so it sounds good.
0: Donna had a terrible outcome. It, it, because everything that she Start did... Everything that she did at the end of it, her mind was completely wiped. She had, yeah, Martha Jones, you know, Martha. uh, But Donna had a a horrible outcome. Her, she had no recollection or any memory of it whatsoever. Because if she did keep her memories, they were going to kill her.
2: Oh, I know, but she's still alive.
0: Yeah, but no recollection of it. So that sucks. That's terrible. At the
1: same time, you want to remember something to kill you, companions.
0: Well, No, no. Look at Bill. Bill and the have... is a Cyberman. You know, yeah. she...
1: I, I'm not she, saying... Uh,
0: most companions, yes, had a great time. Some of them, you know, have some wonderful endings, but most of them had kind of shit endings because after you see all that wonderful stuff, then you go back to the mundane or you know, no. But well, that's I, the
1: thing. That would, if I became and, if I became the doctor's companion, I wouldn't allow myself to just leave and go back to the mundane. I would one hundred percent do more. And if I died in the process, great. <laughs> Fucking, I think fantastic. my
2: favorite companions were uh, um, Amy and Rory. Really? Yeah, you know, because she's um, River Song's mom. Hmm.
0: I need to My least favorite, my least favorite companion, Clara, hands down, could not. She's stand a bit her. flaky. Could not stand her. Why am I trying to blank
2: on? She Clara? didn't last long either.
1: Oh, okay. she, she was, three, did, yeah. she was she three. went on seasons. to go.
2: Uh, she went on to go to be the queen.
1: She lasted three Which seasons.
2: So. It doesn't seem long Which, enough for
1: me. I remember which Doctor's companion. She was the eleventh Doctor's companion. She
0: was Matt yeah. Smith and Capaldi's. She yep. came okay. through in the last season of Matt Smith and was there for the first and the right. second season of
1: Capaldi. Because I haven't. And she wanted I, to
2: noodle Matt Smith.
1: I have not watched and any then of was uh, Repulsed Capaldi's
0: by Capaldi too. because he was old. Oh, Capaldi is incredible. I know. I need to go oh, back and watch him. that
1: so I can catch up with Doctor Who. I, I'm so fucking I, honestly.
0: Oh, yeah, because uh, Jodie Whittaker's had two seasons. You know, she's, she's in great. her third season now. I love her. But I'm phew, growing impatient. Wish they would hurry up and finish this season and put it out. Yeah, um, well,
2: you know, COVID. And they've had a lot more restrictions in the UK than we
1: have here.
0: Yeah, because the UK cares about their citizens. But enough about
1: that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I I have one for you, too. I have one. What if... I'm talking about the break, like the one that came out in 2005. I think was the year it came out. But um what? what if you woke up, what if you woke up on the ship after the planet's explosion in Battlestar Galactica? I don't know if I've never ever seen Battlestar
0: Galactica. 2004. I've never seen Battlestar Galactica.
1: Okay, so, so. so let me give you a brief summary of what happens in the show cuz it's, it's nuts. So there's a there's a planet of humans and they create an AI that goes rogue, um, causes a war. The great Cylon war leaves the planet comes back years later to blow it the fuck up. Um, in the pursuing battle, a ship leaves. It has a handful of humans on it. Um, uh, this this ship the I wish I could remember the fucking name of the ship it's dry that's driving me bananas right now oh it's just called the galactic it's literally called the Battlestar Galactica I'm an idiot anyway um, the Cylons have figured out how to present themselves as human to look fully human and even have humans on board the Galactica who are um, who don't know that they're Cylons. And so the whole show is about like them surviving trying to make it after their planet's exploded. It is a very depressing show because it's like every fucking episode has a life or death scenario to it, but it is so well fucking done. Like and if and you haven't like
0: left, a near extinction level thing too.
1: Yeah, I will that's say such- this that, that if if that sounds depressing, it, it's not as depressing as it sounds, especially with the end yeah, of the Yeah, it's show. not.
2: I've seen it, I liked it. Um, I would definitely say that in that situation, this is me personally because I have a zest for life, you know. I I've, I've never even thought of killing myself or anything like that. Um, I would just keep just on tracking, man. Watch. Yeah, you know, oh. no, I just keep on going. I'd just be like, let's see where this takes us, you know, you know. If I die <laughs> later, I die later, but I'm not doing it to myself.
0: <laughs> uh on a side I would totally I, I, I would totally, totally want to be just you know, again, either like I'd sign up to be the ship's therapist or fucking bartender. <laughs>
2: I'll <laughs> paint the and murals.
1: Yeah, bartender's yeah. probably the safest spot to be honest, because nothing happened in the fucking in the uh in that area. Cantina. Of the ship. Yeah, nothing ever fucking happened there. Um, I will say this though, I have a board game. That's how I was reminded of it. And what I love about the board game is that let's say you play with six people, right? Um, two players are hidden Cylons, and the idea is that so after like, everyone Kind of, yeah. So it's a little bit more complicated because there's there's dials on the board on the board itself, and they each represent like food and water and and other survival things that you need, uh, fuel, shit like that. And so at the at the every turn of a player, their job is to try to get more material onto the ship to survive. If I think if two of those items go all the way to zero, the, the humans lose. Um, and the job of this of the hidden Cylon player is to um, Sabotage everything, secretly as secretly as they can. Here's the fucking kicker: as I said, about halfway through the show's like presentation, that's when you discover that some humans are Cylons. They just didn't know it. They were like, um uh, I don't remember what you call that, but they were like triggered. So they by... they were a f- programmed to they, do things. They, they were sleeper agents. Sleeper agents. There you go. Thank you. But sleeper yes. agents
0: that didn't have their trigger yet. And once yes. they get their trigger.
1: Um, so about halfway through the game, every player who was a human has a second card under their human card. And they then, like, secretly look at that card, and it'll reveal if they were a hidden Cylon the whole time. And they just didn't know it. It's so fucking fun. (laughs) But, unfortunately, it, like, does require a solid six to seven people to play it, otherwise it's not really fun. So, it hasn't been opened in God knows how fucking long, but Well, we do
2: need to uh, to get together to play games Um, next weekend. We are doing um, Lydia's uh, 16th birthday party with her cousin Noah, who uh, he was born two days uh, after on the 6th. So we're going to go to the shop, order some lacaretta and have a little joint birthday party for the two of them because... I feel really bad because we can't take her out like we usually do. We usually take her to the beach or Gatlinburg. So I figure this will be fun. So I got to go to the doctor after this, and then I got to go to Walmart and pick up some gift bags because I don't feel like wrapping shit.
1: <laughs> well, let's go ahead and wrap this up because I, I got stuff I want to do today too. But um, but yeah, if, if anybody in the uh, anybody listening wants to tell us like, a scenario that they'd be thrown into or, or wants to add to that conversation like let us know in the comments on wherever you're listening to this or on social media which you can find all the links to our social medias you know on whatever site you're using this on which i think what what am i drawing a blank on the name of the site that that did all podbean there you go Mm-hmm. podbean um but, but yeah, but watch but, uh, us
2: here you get to look at all of our <laughs> wonderful faces and our expressions, so watch us here.
1: Yeah, the the YouTube channel needs love. I still need to record fucking quick reviews. We need to of make a, that
0: forget. we need to make a new channel trailer too when we get a chance.
1: Yes. Oh yeah,
0: keep because the old one, it. the old one's just me and Greg, you know, from three plus years ago.
2: Um, yeah, I can have uh, just I'm literally, do a literally right now. For I'm me. A note. Actually, I could have Heather do something right. with me for me to do like my own little part of the intro if you want right
1: well
0: i was just thinking that Maybe. we did something together you know all three of us like this uh but yeah we'll we'll have to we can brainstorm about that another day
1: yeah i'm, I'm making a note so i don't forget because i keep forgetting to Wait, what i want to write it when it goes and then and then like yeah so um but yeah, everybody. Uh, again, thank you for listening. Uh, next, we're going to talk about the episode eight of WandaVision, which will be very exciting, and we're going to watch the movie uh, that Betty suggested. I care a lot on Netflix. Um, it it's got Peter
2: Dinklage. <laughs> Sorry, I love him.
1: We all, we all, we all like the Dinklage around here. So, as far as I'm concerned, I like, I like him. So, um, oh, yeah. Again, as we said, go ahead. I said, "Oh yeah, he's awesome." He is. I didn't catch it. All I got was. (laughs) Never mind. Um, Yeah, like I said earlier, make sure you follow all our socials. Uh, That's when you'll find out what we're doing if we decide to stream or what the fuck ever. Like, go follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and and Instagram, and we'll let you guys know as soon as we're going live or when we plan on going live. Um, that's also where you're going to interact with us with the discussion that we have, Uh, that or the comments below on YouTube. Literally anywhere. Our Discord, go ahead, talk to us. We're there. Trust talk me, to I us. Um, but yeah, that's uh I think that's it for that. I'm looking at our notes. Make sure you check out our Teespring if you want, you know, a mug or a shirt that has our and we're gonna be adding on. some
2: new things too. So uh oh, Maya and I, I think good. we discuss adding um Peace Love and Polypops as a t-shirt.
1: Oh yeah, that's right, that's right.
2: Yeah, yeah, so
1: yeah, I think that would be
2: to... a nice t-shirt. Uh if you guys got some phrases that you say on the reg, feel free to do that too, you know.
1: Uh, yeah, I guess one. me just stuttering the ending. I guess I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just so, Oh, I, you could do I, it. I Go ahead. I was going to say it could be quotations of God, what's their name? And then just, you know, Greg underneath like my name. <laughs> or podcast canceled
0: God damn it
1: yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, oh,
2: damn it Maya we're canceling the podcast
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, but yeah, stuff other that, yeah 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 that's that's gonna be fun I forgot about that I forgot that we discussed that just fucking brain fart um but yeah other than that Maya where can folks find you uh, they can find me on Facebook under my
0: name it's you know public profile so they can follow me. Uh you know, message me what have you. I love talking to new people. Uh if you want to follow me on Twitter and Instagram, they're linked to my Facebook profile. Uh you can catch me on two other shows throughout the week, uh, on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel. Uh every other Wednesday on figure Banging at 9 30 p.m. Eastern Time. It's a live action figure review show with uh three other of my friends and myself. Uh we have a fun time. Act like a bunch of 12-year-olds. It's fun. Uh, but it's also informative. If you're into collecting and things like that, check it out. And then on uh, Friday nights on Nerd Life Syndicate, same channel, Realm of Collectors YouTube channel. It's at 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we talk about everything that happened in the world of uh, pop culture and entertainment, collecting, things like that. And we have a really good time. And really, we really crack on Russ a lot. I'm trying to do that less and less, but it's so easy. Uh, but yeah, uh, if you want to have a good time, hang out in the chat because we interact with our chats on the live shows, uh, do so. It's a lot of fun. That's everywhere you can find me. What about you, Betty?
2: Um, I'm not a lot of places, so you can find me at uh, Betty Badger Old Tree on Facebook, and you can find me at uh, Bright Betty on Twitter and For right now, that is it. What about you, Greg?
1: Uh, Trevor Geek on all socials. Uh, That's it. I think um, I just, uh, I I don't know if Anthony's going to add any intro to it, but I just recorded um, a review for, uh, I think I said this last week, for um, Immortals Phoenix Rising. So if that's on there, go check that out. Other than that, that's it. I'm not doing any other podcasts, so, you know, that's... That's it. But um but yeah, everybody, um again, thank you for listening. Watch WandaVision. I care a lot. And we'll see you next week.
2: Peace, love and polypops.
0: <laughs> Take care, everybody.